So you just were like five of like your crappy tacos? No, yesterday I got the big box. <laughs> Are they day old Taco Bell tacos? Uh-huh. I heated them up. Still gross. <laughs> They're good. Actually, they get better in the oven because they kind of get crispy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin and this is... Sad Andy. I'm kidding. I'm not sad. It's snacker day. Uh, I've got a beer in front of me and I've got a bunch of tasty meats yeah. by my side. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like falling asleep. It's been like a really long week and next week's going to be even longer. So get ready for high energy, Justin. Yeah. I'm like falling. I have coffee on. I don't even know if I'll get to it in this episode, but it'll be at least ready for me when I'm done. It's just waiting for you. Well, it's like heating up. Why don't you just fall asleep after this? Right? Like what's the point of, you know, dragging? Not like an afternoon napper. It just makes me feel even more groggy. Better just like drag it out till till like nighttime. What time would you go to sleep tonight? What time would I? I don't know. Ten thirty. Oh my gosh, dude. Okay, <laughs> it's like four o'clock right now, and you're going, yeah, man, I'm so tired. I could I could probably go to sleep right now. And then you're like, still planning on ten thirty or eleven? I gotta say, there there are some days where when the boys go to bed, I go to bed, and that's at like seven. <laughs> I know I'll message you or something, and the next morning you'll be like, "Sorry, I was asleep." And I check back when I texted you. I'm like, "Huh, it was like eight <laughs> fifteen." Yep. I, I Anyways, <laughs> let's. Uh, what do you want to start with here? Let's get a little. Let's get a little slug of that beer. Okay, so I actually saved my open for the mic because uh, that brings us way back to early episodes where you used to <laughs> pop open the tops on the mic. So <laughs> mostly live episodes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. give a little poppy. Let's see how this sounds. Oh, that was a little weaky. What do you mean? What do you mean? That sounded great to me. Did it? Yeah. I'm gonna have a little sniff. So, and I'll explain kind of what we're drinking today, and you can explain maybe a little bit more about it. Or do you know anything about this beer? No, I don't. I was deciding between this one and another one, and I got the other one. So then, when we brought this episode up, I was like, "Well, now here's my chance to get it." Um, and there's a whale on it. Oh yeah, I didn't even see that. Okay, so this is called Old Rasputin. Can we, for this episode, can, can we have like a sound bite of like maybe super Russian music, <laughs> like old, <laughs> like older Russian, like USSR, like deep into USSR. So, Why? I don't know, man. It's all. Coming up Russian. <laughs> this uh, bottle is like Russian Imperial Stout, product of the USA. <laughs> yeah. See, that's how deeply penetrated <laughs> Russian culture is for us. It, it, it even <laughs> has Russian like type on it and text in, in Russian. Stalin would be so proud. This, yeah, this, so this, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, for him to have Russian culture spread into the United States... Into, I think he'd rather of especially have California. Russia spread into the United States, right? Well, it starts with the Cultural Revolution or uh, or military presence. I don't know, whichever comes first. <laughs> <laughs> so this is made by North Coast Brewing Company. And on the tippy top label, it says, brewed in the tradition of 18th century bre- English brewers who supplied the Russian court of Catherine the Great. Old Rasputin develops a cult following wherever it goes. Uh, I see that. A rich, intense brew with big, complex flavors and a warming finish. So, is this picture? Is this old Rasputin? He's kind of a yeah, it is kind of a crazy looking guy. You ever seen a picture of George McDonald? No, I don't know who that this is. Guy kind of looks like him. He used to like write fairy tales and stuff like that. My- Michael um, McDonald? No, George McDonald. 
There ain't no mountain high enough. That guy? Look up the Scottish author, George MacDonald. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Told Rasputin. Very, <laughs> very much so. Okay, now look up Rasputin. Grigory Rasputin. So who is Rasputin? I actually don't even know. I mean, oh. I know that name. He was a Russian mystic. So he was born in 1869 and lived till 1916 and was a Russian mystic and self-proclaimed holy man who befriended the family of Nicholas II, the last emperor of Russia, and got a lot of influence. So he has like, he has a ton of, you know, there were assassinations, there was a lot of, uh, I think, sex scandals and, you know, kind of sexual assault and like that type of thing. He had a weird cult following. Yeah. What do you get as, like, how do you become a mystic? Jeez, I don't know the answer to that. Let's see if mystic is in hyperlink. Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Siri, what's mysticism? I believe that union with or absorption into deity or the absolute. Okay, I'll do the regular version. Um, It's a belief, (laughs) belief that union with or absorption into the deity or the absolute or the spiritual apprehension of knowledge inaccessible to the intellect may be achieved through contemplation and self-surrender, or the belief characterized by self-delusion or dreamy confusion of thought, especially when based on the assumption of occult qualities or mysterious agencies. That sounds like Rasputin right there in the second one. More to do with the occult, probably. Yeah. I would say it's kind of like a spiritualist or kind of like a priest of some sort, but those are very tied to like the Catholic Church. Yeah, and I... (laughs) I think Rasputin had a little more razzle dazzle. You think every time he entered and exited a room, it was like gonna just a puff of smoke. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Un- undoubtedly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he died when he was forty-seven. Looks like uh, he died of three gunshot wounds, and um, one of the- <laughs> that's weird. He died of three gunshot wounds, but uh, one of them was a close-range shot to his forehead. So. I'd be willing to wager that the one that killed him was the close shot to his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That must have been number three. <laughs> yeah. That'd, that'd, be like, uh, that'd be like if someone, I don't know, shot me in the chest, uh, like right in the heart, my heart exploded and all that, and then they kind of gave me a bunch of paper cuts at the same time. <laughs> be like, he died of a gunshot wound and a bunch of paper cuts. It's like, nope, that's not what killed me on the second part. It's definitely the shot to the chest. <laughs> Uh, so uh this beer (laughs) this is a uh this is a russian imperial stout and i put that russian music in there (laughs) and i uh i've just been loving imperial stouts just in general lately that's all i want one because of the high alcohol content i don't know why i just really like a beer with a like a nine percent or higher that's the razzle dazzle and (laughs) yeah it's old rasputin (laughs) Giving you a little kick in the liver. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's where the beer goes. Kilter oh, yeah, liver. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> I really love the Imperial Stout just because they get so creamy when they're Imperials. Mm-hmm. Oh, this has a kind of a little bitter bite to it. Yeah, it sure does. But I was talking to my friend Dan, Dan Rohr, who sent us the beers a long time ago. And we were just talking about Russian Imperial Stouts. And he said he loved russian imperial stouts more than any other stout other imperial stouts and uh it fits well in this episode as you'll find out later because we're doing some other russian things but um <laughs> i thought you were going to talk about like being bitter about something. <laughs> no uh but uh so andy mr brewer what what makes it an imperial stout like what 
what classifies an imperial beer? I'm I'm gonna guess it's the it's the alcohol content. So once it hits a certain alcohol content, it becomes an imperial. Let me let me find out so that our listeners can actually get one concise answer. Oh, so an imperial stout is well the first one of the first recipes of an imperial stout had an, an OG original gravity of one point one zero one and had an excess of ten pounds of hops per barrel. That's a lot of hops. So I think it makes it hoppy. It's a high ABV. They said that the OG or the original gravity uh, would have suggested that it contained over 10% ABV. I, I'm not sure if there's an actual threshold, but I think it just has a higher higher ABV, and then um, it's a drier sort of stout. Now, hmm. This this kind of this doesn't taste sweet to you, does it? Yeah, a little bit. I think what? all stouts are a little bit. <laughs> chocolatey i don't think this this is as sweet as a lot of the other stouts that i've had and and not to say that there's not any sweetness in it but i think it's also hidden a lot by the hoppiness of it too the hoppiness and the coffee flavor i i taste the sweetness on my tongue right when it wait when i take a sip but it has a more bitter hoppy aftertaste yeah 10 pounds per barrel hoppy so it looks I like just had a, a i just had an imperial stout that was basically like drinking straight dessert oh so it was a Southern Tier Iced Macchiato Imperial White Ooh. Stout. Oh, yeah. Did you send that to me? Like the picture? I think I sent you the picture, yeah. Oh, man. But it was like so sweet. It was delicious. I think it was a 10%. Mm. Whoa. So someone said that how do you drink an Imperial Stout? Well, because they say because it's a heavier, maltier beer, most recommend that you consume it warm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think Stouts are supposed to be super cold. Yeah, I agree. So, so Imperial Stout and Russian Imperial Stout are synonymous. There's not like a German imperial stout. Like I think imperial stout just kind of denotes like the history of it and that that English brewers were shipping it out to the Baltics. And mm-hmm. I think to have it last and, and, and still be in pretty good shape post-export, they had to jack up the ABV. But I think now a Russian imperial stout is a style because same as like a New England IPA. I mean, okay. obviously this isn't, this is a product of the USA, so there, it's in the style of a Russian imperial stout, I would assume. Okay. So this is on Reddit. So take this with a huge grain of salt. A huge bucket of extra hops. A huge 10-pounder. It's all marketing. I, I think an imperial stout can be anything that's just like high, like imperial, like imperial IPA. It's just high alcohol, right? I think a Russian imperial is darker malt. And then also, you know, um, like a lot of like coffee, heavy coffee flavor. And then it's also super hoppy. I think it is a little less sweet, but I don't think there's anything. Yeah, because this Imperial Stout is very different from the other Imperial Stouts I've been drinking lately. Mm-hmm. In the fact that it's not as creamy sweet, but it is still smooth. It's very mm-hmm. smooth. It's very unforgiving, though. Would you say? This is, like, not, this is not a dessert beer by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. Oh, speaking of which. So I, I'm not really getting out to, I, I think I already told you this. I'm not really getting out to the world too much still. And um, I went to Wegmans today. I think I bought like, including this, I bought like four varieties of beer. I, I mean, I literally got a beer because um, there, was, it was, there was a camper on it and there was snow on it. And it was called, I think, Accumulation by New Belgium. And I was like, well, I guess I have to buy this because I've been in a camper in the wintertime sometimes. So <laughs> It is accumulating. I'm really, I'm really identifying with this. We haven't had a really good thaw. So. What you, what, you didn't even know what type of beer it was? It was just snowy camper? And you uh, <laughs> yes, but I did find out afterwards what kind of beer it was. It's a, it's a white IPA. Oh, interesting. Might, yeah, and you might go, what's in a white IPA? I don't know the answer to that. Hmm. 
look, man, so you you go, hey, listen, listen, Mr. Brewer, like you probably honestly know more about beer than I do. No. My experience with beer was very brief in terms of brewing. I probably brewed, I probably brewed maybe six times in my entire life. But say I've brewed zero, so that gives you knowledge of the fermentation process and all that stuff that I don't have. And the yeasts. You know so many different yeasts. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) List three yeasts. Nothing. Nothing coming to mind, dude. (laughs) I think depression and anxiety do that to your brain. Like you just kind of like have kind of little wipeouts. Like a wipa. White IPA. Oh, is that a, is that a term? I just made it up. Oh, dude, sweet. We should, we should start a beer club and make it so exclusive that it's just literally you and me. And um, mm-hmm. we just make up stuff, and then people outside the club are like, whoa, what are you guys talking about? And you're like, oh, just having another wipa. <laughs> They're industry terms. <laughs> if you have too many wipas, you have to double flush. <laughs> <laughs> it's an imperial flush. <laughs> Very good. Uh, do you want to take a little mini break? A little tiny one? A little bite-sized break? A little bite-sized break. Cut up some, uh, some meats, and um, we'll be back. Yeah, sounds good. Cue that Russian music. Bye. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. All right. Cool. And so, so what are we eating today, bud? Uh, this is a you thing. This is not really you. It's kind of a listener-supported thing. So this th- is the. I've been so busy at work. I haven't even thought about Snackdown until like today. And Andy You're was like, always "Hey, about Snackdown, bud." <laughs> and he was like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Yeah, we haven't thought of anything, and we have to record in like two hours." But uh, but even but though luckily, you haven't, uh, even though you haven't thought of anything, Lev was thinking about something. Yeah, and so uh, Lev knew somehow through some Rasputin forethought. No, don't <laughs> compare Lev to Rasputin. He's. A- <laughs> Love's a very clean like, man and a very good man. <laughs> he just appeared in a puff of smoke, though, and saved us at the last minute with these uh, uh, special things. Yeah, but that was more of like a cantrip and like less of like a just kind of razzle-dazzle thing. <laughs> Russian mysticism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and actually, uh, by proxy, we have Lev's mother to thank. Um, she sent up. Oh, really? Yeah. So she sent up some of these meats from New York City, you know, from the Russian markets. And um, she sent Lev like a little uh, piece of home. So Lev grew up in uh, Queens. So yeah, he, and he passed on some of the love to us. So I'm very happy and um, yeah, excited to, excited to try some awesome. of these meats. So these, thank you, Lev. And thank you, Lev's mom. Thank you, Lev and Lev's mom. Both very generous. So yeah, we're going to try two different types of salami. I feel like uh, I feel like the New Year's just been coming up salami. <laughs> yeah, it's the summer of salami, I guess. It's summer. Well, every year, the only time we ever theme something is in the summer. <laughs> like there was the summer of herbaceous cocktails. I feel like S's, there was like, you know, like the alliteration of like summer of some. You know what I mean? Like yeah. What if we call it the winter of Wellami? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so we don't we don't really know exactly what brand some of these are but we're gonna just kind of try it out you know this is this is in the spirit of the origin of snackdown where justin and i were literally just gonna get together and you guys were just gonna be kind of side by side with us and just kind of listening to two crazy people who have a connection (laughs) talk so we'll go for the first one and the first one kind of looks like a sort of speckly covering and i'm seeing a little bit of black pepper in there and a really nice uh really nice kind of um sort of finer 
uh, fat and and meat distribution. Would you say? Mm. This is very smooth. Yeah, it's not some salami you really have to like tear it mm-hmm. and rip it, and this one just kind of it's almost like eating ham. I mean, yeah. Mm, that's good. It's a little. It's got like a little bit of a sour tang to it. You think? Yeah, I'd agree with that. So these are specifically Hungarian salamis and. Hungary, which is what we were before Justin pounded all those tacos, <laughs> Hungarian uh, is slightly smoked and then mold ripened afterwards, typically. Mold ripened? Uh-huh. So it must be a dry fermented sausage, So, which is what you know salami is. And they were able to pick up on these aromas. And some of the biggest ones that came out were 2-methoxylphenol, which is smoky and sweet, 2-methoxylphenol, 4-2-propenylphenol, so clove-like, I'm not going to go through all of them, more clove-like for another one, acetic acid, which is pungent and sour. That might be the sourness that you're alluding to. And then um, those are the biggest ones. So wait, I'm confused as what you're talking about. <laughs> you're talking about aromas? Uh-huh. Smells. Yeah. So aromas are smells, sour. dude. I know, but I tasted sour. I didn't smell it. But acetic acid is a compound that isn't necessarily, well, it might escape into the the nasal passages but it's something that you can also taste that's so sound. mold mold ripening is more common in cheese correct i don't know man <sighs> mm, this beer goes well with the salami oh yeah let's get at that the smell Understanding oh. mold on cheese and salami dry cured sausages kissed by the air never by fire <laughs> this is an article in the new york times i love that title <laughs> here's a line out of this from lewis fico when I was a kid, the salamis used to drip on the customers' heads, and the smell was fantastic. <laughs> now they're all locked away upstairs where no one can see them or smell them. Can <laughs> you imagine dripping on your head mm-hmm. as you're in, like, the deli? Could you, could you imagine being a human being that's trying to, like, hide the fact that you checked out the salami market? Say so you're, like, some, like, guy that's trying to lose weight and... Like your wife's like getting on you about eating too much salami and you go to the salami market and it's just like dripping on your head and you get home and she's just like, let me see your head. <laughs> What's that in your hair? She's, she's, uh, she's like, she's like taking a little, a little bit off and you at the salami market again, huh? You're not going to lose weight by that. That was good. Do you like this I, one? Yeah. I, I, uh, I, it was a nice change in salami. We've had a lot of salami on this podcast before, but I've never had anything quite like this. It was very, like we said, kind of tender salami. And I like the little hint of sour. It's kind of good. The sour's good. Mm-hmm. It's not overly salty. Like some salt, some salami is really, really salty. It's good. It's got a little bit of, just a tiny bit of pepper. Like I would have noticed it was like a little peppery, but I mean, I just saw like a tiny, tiny peppercorn in there. This isn't super dry either. No. Yeah, probably it probably hasn't dripped on too many people's heads. <laughs> Let's uh, get into the other one. So the other one, I'm able to deduce that the company is called Pick. And, um, P-I-C-K, original Hungarian salami, established 1869. Very nice. Uh, this one is a little darker, I would say. The fat in this salami is just like squeezing out through the pores of this. It's amazing. This tastes more smoked, would you say? Yeah, definitely. And it's a little browner in color. I would probably attribute that to the smoke. Again, still very smooth. I can't get over the fat in this. It's almost like you took a, a hunk of fat and you're pressing it through a mesh screen. Mm-hmm. It's great, right? Mm. Which of these two are your favorite? I out Of these two, I, it's hard. They're similar in a lot of aspects, like the texture and the creaminess and the smoothness of them. I think I like the first one. 
just because it's its flavors are a little bit more subtle and i like like the little hint of sour i think i could consume more of it in one sitting i do like the fat content of the second one and that it's uh it's got that little bit of a smoked flavor to it but maybe a little bit too much fat i have no idea what you're talking about especially this time of the year i'm like bring it on bring it on come on man i mean the ingredients for salami are typically oh, like health effects there there are many aspects of salami that can be considered both negative and positive to human health. What are the negatives? <laughs> well, you were talking about all that fat. It's a high saturated fatty acid and cholesterol. It's because it's fermented pork back fat. The obvious is that like this is... It's this fatty. Is, so, it, it's, I mean, it's bad for your cholesterol and your weight probably. It's fatty and it's salty, which preserves it and, you know, helps, mm-hmm. you know, reduce bacteria and, and, you know. It's high in sodium though. So when I've I've done calorie counting before and like, uh, you know, keeping track of how much vitamins you get and like sodium, potassium, calcium, all that kind of stuff. And there's percentages of like what you should hit daily. And my sodium was always off the charts. It was very Mm -hmm. hard, especially in today's world of like prepared food. We always like highly salt things for flavor. Justin, Justin, unless you're making it at home. (laughs) (laughs) Unless I'm making it at home where I can control the salt. Every day I was like way, way over. I was like over my salt by lunchtime, you know? So, like, we're probably getting our salt content for the entire day right now. Yeah. So it says the Hungarian type salami is slightly smoky. Okay. So it's made of raw pork, then bacon. Then salt, mm. spices, sugars, and sodium nitride. Interesting. So what have you been up to, man? Are, are you, um, so you said you're really busy at work. Are you going to be in any new commercials? So we're doing a TV shoot like all next week. And so this week we're doing a lot of prep because there's lots of construction that has to be done. So we're building a lot of things and I'm doing lots of painting and setting up stuff. It's, it's like a huge project for to be done in a week with our small crew. So there's like lots to get done. Will you be starring in anything? Uh, probably not. When you're making commercials these days, you're going for like a wide uh, demographic of people. I'm a mid-30s white person. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. They ha- they have professional actors and stuff coming in. So <laughs> You should be like, you know, when they when they reject you, you know, just be like, yeah, I know that I'm a white male uh, in my mid-30s, but, but wait, I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Many white males in their mid-30s have podcasts. And you're like, but I have an interest in beer. And they're like, yes, I, we know many white males. If we knew that before you opened your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you're checking a lot of boxes for your demographic. It's just not what we're looking for. <laughs> so I do like to throw in my like two cents into like when we're meeting about the scenes and stuff that are going on. Because mm-hmm. I always try to, <laughs> I always try to like add humor. So there's a scene where there's like a dad working in an office, you uh-huh. know, and they were gonna have like the young kids run in because it's all about like the whole live at home, it's like yeah, living right. at home, yeah, and working at home, all that. And so the dad was gonna be there, and like the kids were gonna like run in and whatever. But then the, like the family that we hired, the kids are too old; they're like 15 and 16. And I was so like, they're not gonna like we, jump on dad's. I would lap. be like, it would be so funny though if the dad's working and the kids are like running in like way too old for the. <laughs> that would be dad. Pretty, that would be pretty funny. So they and then do we that? have like a <laughs> no, but then we have like another scene 
with younger kids, like a bedroom. And so it's like this little tiny bed. <laughs> I was like, it should be, I was like, it'd be funny if you had the 16 year old kid from the other scene, like get into this bed. <laughs> like this is his room. Wearing like Paw Patrol jammies, like hopping in Like bed. his feet are sticking off the edge of the bed. Yeah, and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that was my <laughs> ideas though. I think it's hilarious. I'm always throwing humor into our, our daily work. We were, uh, uh, are, are these people dry? No, are, are, the people I work with are hilarious, but everything else around us, we're like igloo'd in a like professional world. But we had we we shot this once a while ago, like a stack of mattresses. There was like ten mattresses, and it was for some like promotional thing. But I wanted there to be a body like in the middle of the mattresses because <laughs> I was like like someone smushed, and so like I shoved my arm through, and we got like a shot of the arm so mm-hmm. that we could like Photoshop it like. And so there's like this like person smushed by like 10 mattresses. <laughs> uh, it's great. Uh, you guys really need to start your own production company. Let let your wings fly, uh, spread a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It'll be pretty cool. Maybe we launch Snackdown TV and they're the production team and we pay them in pizza every weekend. Is that how, is that how we pay people? Is that <laughs> Over time, that means you get a, a pizza and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's slice o'clock, everyone. Take your breaks. <laughs> then get back because we're shooting in five, four, three, three two. <laughs> Work hard and we'll get stuffed crust next time. <laughs> oh, man, stuffed crust is good. We should do a stuffed crust episode. Should we? Maybe. What else can you <laughs> stuff in crust? Besides cheese? I don't know. I'm sure someone's doing bacon. But yeah, it's been a like it's just been a, like a crazy whirlwind of a week, and next week's gonna be even worse. So, oh, hold on one second. Some guy's called me three times. I'll just put him on speaker. He's gonna maybe this is our call in. It's James. James. Yep. Hey, James, you're on speakerphone and you're on Snackdown. Hey guys, big Ser- fan here. <laughs> Seriously, we're gonna air this. <laughs> As you should. I'm a big fan and big lover of all things smoked and meat. So I hope I hope to make my you know, internet debut outside of OnlyFans. So yeah, that's great, dude. So, <laughs> what 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 can we do you for, man? Uh, I was going to get your opinion here. So, on, on, on your smoked wing vortex style, uh, first time, long time listener, and first time caller. Um, uh, you're cooking at what? About uh, five seventy five. When I was doing my wings, I did about maybe like I tried to get them to five fifty. But if you're at five hundred, yeah, you're probably I'm at good. Five fifty right now. Should I should I cap it? Uh, I would, yeah, I'd, I'd probably wouldn't go any higher than 550. All right, so I'm going to go to 550. I'm going to let this thing settle down a little bit here. I didn't dry brine it. I just, I didn't have time. So I, I put uh, some rub on it and then uh, I'm going to throw them on, just put it in a little indirect and stuff. How, how was the episode today? Episode's pretty good, man. We're uh, pretty well into a Russian Imperial Stout and uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and eating some salami. <laughs> Hey, you know, smoked smoke meats and beers. What, what can you ask for more? You know? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> so. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm like two IPAs deep, um, smoking a cigar and smoke, and I'm about to smoke some uh, some wounds here. Hell, uh, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. That thing just really flamed up. Holy <laughs> uh, I would wow. maybe dial it back to 500. <laughs> That's, wow. I just opened it up to let it burp a little bit, of, and that, whoa. That's on fire. Uh, are the wings in there right now? Nope. Okay, that's, that's good. Right that's good. You think it's, it's uh, you think it's, you think it's burning it's off some of the old fat? Oh, 
because I have drip pans in there. Those drip pans are on fire right now. They're totally on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I should take the drip pans out. Maybe. Yeah. I would. Oh, uh, yeah. Those, those drip pans are real on fire right now. They're probably like that oil is probably like aerosolized at that point at that heat. Oh man, that thing is flaming. <laughs> cover it up. Oh my god. <laughs> cover. Cover. <laughs> Cover it up. Treat it like a grease fire. Get a picture. I should cover it back up. Yeah, yeah. Cover it back up. Get a picture. Snuff it out a little bit. Uh, like close up at all the vents. Holy cow! Yeah, get it. Get a picture, please. Get a picture. Uh, I'll get a picture. I'll send it to you right now. <laughs> okay. All right, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> so well, good luck, that, James, that, that, <laughs> with your your fire. Well, glad we could help, James. <laughs> Have we had a call in in a while? Other than the no. car, other than the Carhartt lady, it's, it's just been crickets. <laughs> it's just been crickets. Remember, everyone, we have a uh, call in number that's three one five three one three five four five six. Well, why don't we continue this conversation over one more piece of meat? Piece of meat. Oh man, you smell that? Yeah, it smells like uh, smoky. Smoked. So, what is this meat? Because it's very squishy. Yeah, it is, and I hope it's cooked. <laughs> I actually don't think it's cooked. It's pork loin, and I think it's just kind of salted, like you know, salted and cured, like the so rest. So we of shouldn't them. eat it. No, 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 because it's salted and smoked. I mean, that's just kind of that's just how it how it is. If we were to apply that to everything else that we've had, then we shouldn't have eaten anything that we just had. Oh man, I can't wait for it. It has it almost a, has a a salmony feel, like salmon. Oh, I was gonna say to it. definitely a ham consistency. For me. I mean, it, it's it's translucent like salmon, but that's just because it hasn't been, like, properly cooked. Damn, that's good. Ugh. Right? That's the best thing we've had all day. Mm. <laughs> mm. This is what my weekend needed. <laughs> is it? What a weird existence. You're like, hello, Monday. I already had my, <laughs> my pig salmon. <laughs> oh, man, this mm. is good. And it's not, um, this is pretty lean, would you say? I mean, like, Lean in the sense of uh, non-visible fat. Yeah, which I like. Yeah. This is smoky. It must have been like, I think, cold smoked and then just hung. It's not overly dry, but it is on the drier side. This is delicious. Yeah. And whether we're supposed to cook this or not, <laughs> I don't know. Love's listening. What are they doing? <laughs> yeah. Watch this be like the last episode and we both die. <laughs> well, that would be bad. Hmm. That was damn good. Mm. I don't have to ask you what your favorite one was, because it was that one, right? Yeah, that was so good. Undoubtedly, yeah. This guy's trying to like, he's trying to drop off my car, which is fine, but he's like insisting that he drops off on Sunday. It's like, it's Dave's birthday on Sunday. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that, you know? It's just like. It's like one of the first birthdays you kind of remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he remembers the last one, I think. We don't, we don't well, really do when, like big things. I'm saying you know? when you're, when you're our age. Yeah. Do you remember, what's the earliest birthday you remember? Five? I think maybe six. Maybe was, five? I think it's six. Three for me. You remember three? What happened at your third birthday? Uh, we hung out. I got Hot Wheels from my neighbor two doors down. And we didn't have birthday cake. We had cupcakes. And we didn't. we had candles, but they weren't lit. But I blew them out anyway. I don't know if it was fourth or fifth, but at one point I did go to, we went to um, Chuck E. Cheese, which was pretty oh, great. Nice. Yeah. So the, the whole like setup and the planning was that I was led to believe that I was going into work with my dad. We would like just kind of like periodically like go into work with my dad. <laughs> my dad's a TV editor. So it was probably just like, don't touch that. Don't touch that. <laughs> don't touch that. 
uh, just sit right there, watch what I'm doing. What's up, bud? How you doing? Please don't touch that. <laughs> you know, um, and we touched that. Uh, but and yeah, you so, saw the microphone, and you're like, someday I'm gonna make a podcast. Yeah, and, and everyone's like, what's a podcast? And I give him a wink, and I'd say, oh, you'll see. And when I'm 30, we'll all be doing it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, so I was led to believe that uh, that I was supposed to go to work with him. And I was like, but it's my birthday. <laughs> and then turns out, uh, turns out we went to Chuck E. Cheese. Nice. Chuck E. Cheese was a cool place. Does yeah. it still exist? Uh, yeah. The one that tanked is Discovery Zone. Do you remember Discovery Zone? I do. So. Uh, cool. Yeah, cool. Everything was fantastic. Thank you very much, Lev. Uh, thank you, Justin, for the recommendation on the uh, the reco on the beer, dude. Yeah, it's cool. I'm glad we got to try it. It was a really different stout, imperial stout that I'm used to, but I really liked it. I think it's, I don't know, I like the, sometimes the imperial stouts that I get, like I said, I got that like iced macchiato imperial white stout. It's yeah. Like, delicious, but it's also like drinking liquid cake or something. You know, I was like, it's very, very sweet, which is delicious sometimes, but some nights you would just kind of want a little... Something more hoppy just, and bitter, and you just want something that's just going to taste reminiscent of mid eighteen hundreds Baltic courts. Yeah, but it's very, very good. Oh, um, Rasputin did it again. Uh, he did do it again. What kind yes. of a signal do you think he's making in there with his like hand? Uh, he's hailing a taxi, actually. <laughs> I think, I think he's trying to like read your brain. You know, it's kind of like that. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Kind of like uh, when Crocodile Dundee like quiets an animal and he's like got that little like thumb and pinky deal. You know how you, whoa, actually, you know how you say taxi in Russian? How? Taxi. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, the, uh, the the beer was good. It matched well with all the meats and the meat was good. This is the second time we've had a bunch of salamis this year and it's only February. So it's looking like a salami year. It's coming up salami. Uh, they, and they were both listener submissions. Yeah, yeah. But these these were very different from the ones that Todd sent us, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, this episode has been sort of a ramble. A shamble. No, a shambling ramble from a long week. My brain is just kind of like smushed. Maybe maybe my brain is like becoming like yours. You're like a father, so your brain is kind of already mush. You can say smushed. Mush. Yeah, you're like smush? busy from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this from this is much from like the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. You're just kind of like your brain is slowly being stretched in several directions, like putty. And, it's uh, getting it's like getting too wrinkly. I I need to smooth it out, right? Yes, yeah, iron out those wrinkles. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, high science, smooth brain, Justin. Get out the ironing board. Pop out the old brain. It's terrible. <laughs> well. I hope you guys enjoyed yourself as much as we did. Yeah. I appreciate you guys listening in week in and week out. And we'll hopefully be back in person soon. Yeah. Um, Lots of things on the docket for our back in person recording. It's just just waiting for those numbers. It'd be good to see another human. My gosh, yeah. We are almost in single digits in terms of total critical condition for COVID in Onondaga County, which is fantastic. On that note, we had get lots of fun. And, <laughs> get out there and try some salami and uh, get those high percentage beers. Yeah, that'll get you through. Get you yeah. through that thaw. You want to close this out? Yeah. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram 
And you can find this episode and others like it on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. And you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 315-313-5456. Thanks for listening, guys. And, and uh, yeah. Miss we're you. all We're all uh, getting through somehow. The week the year so uh is that the friends theme song <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh but yeah it's good to see uh good to see you andy every week every week man all right gang see you later. all right see you guys later bye bye Is that the guy? Is that the guy from Bloodsport? Like know. the huge guy from Bloodsport? Huge guy, Bloodsport. Uh-huh. Huge guy, Bloodsport. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just got a. Uh, yep, I'm just uh, searching incognito right now. <laughs> <laughs>